hello and welcome back to the SLP Corner podcast. This week's topic is something that I'm very interested in. It's on improving the recognition of females on the autism spectrum. This podcast is largely based off of a talk that I watched by Dr. Mandy. Dr. Mandy is a clinical psychologist and he had a talk at an autism community training research conference in April 2018 where he really dove into this topic and discussed ways in which you could improve the recognition of females on the autism spectrum. If you are interested in finding the original videos, then just go to my blog, www.slpcorner.com and go into the four SLPs tab and you'll find an article called Improving the Recognition of Females on the Autism Spectrum and just scroll down from there and you'll find the reference. So just copy and paste that into Google and you are good to go. I'm basically going to be talking about a section of his talk because I figured that not everyone has time to listen to hours of his talk if you're not necessarily an SLP student or an SLP that's interested in this specific topic. Another person that does a lot of talks on this topic is Mrs. Speechy P. She has a very popular blog, Instagram, and Facebook page and you'll notice that in her highlights she also talks about females with autism. So Dr. Manny asserts that for every four males diagnosed with autism, there's one female who is diagnosed with autism. So it's a four to one gender ratio. Oftentimes there is a misconception that there are less females with autism. So I think a lot of people can agree that they may have this preconceived idea that there are less females with autism and maybe this is because all the kids you worked with were males or the kids that you've known with autism are males and that's just your experience with it. So you you aren't familiar with a lot of females with autism. Dr. Mandy explains that it's not that there are less females with autism. It's actually that they are often underdiagnosed. So it's really not that there are less females with autism. Dr. Manny talks about it and he says that when it comes to females with autism, there is a bias against receiving assessment in addition to a bias against meeting diagnostic criteria. So not only are they not receiving as many assessments in the first place, they're also not often meeting that diagnostic criteria to be diagnosed with autism. So with both of those factors coming into play, females with autism are often being underdiagnosed. I'm just going to run through some of the biases that are arising from the differences between females and males with autism. Females with autism tend to, one, have higher social motivation. This means that they're more motivated to participate in the social world than their male counterparts. So they have higher social motivation than males with autism. They tend to. They also have more typical and gender stereotyped interests that are less strikingly unusual. An example would be females with autism may have more gender stereotyped interests such as they're very into Barbies or dolls or clothing or fashion. While with males with autism, at a young age, we might notice that they're into things that seem more quote unquote strikingly unusual. So maybe they're very into maps and most little boys are not into maps or maybe males with autism at a young age tend to be very into birth dates. That's more unusual. Females with autism, they are more likely to have typical and gender stereotyped interests. However, Dr. Mandy explains that they're still pursued in a repetitive way with intense interest and attention to detail. So although these interests are less strikingly unusual, they're still very repetitive and they're very intense and the detail surrounding them is very intense. So what they do with their dolls might be very repetitive. So you can pick up on patterns in that way. 
Females with autism also tend to demonstrate greater vulnerability to emotional difficulties. Essentially, that means that they're more likely to struggle with mental health difficulties. Dr. Mandy talks about that these difficulties in females are more likely to be internalized, so it could be anxiety and depression and emotional challenges like that, while males, they're not internalized. They're more likely to be external. Their emotional difficulties might come out as more behavioral challenges females tend to demonstrate greater vulnerability with emotional difficulties. The last thing I want to touch on is that females with autism tend to have a greater capacity to camouflage their autistic difficulties. So this is something that I found very interesting. I learned about this in class. I learned about it from hearing Dr. Mandy's talk. And I also learned more about this from a clinical educator that I had on a placement last semester. Females with autism, they're tending to camouflage their autistic difficulties and more so hide them. And they're better at trying to blend in and they can more successfully blend in with the people around them and the social situations that they're in. So this looks like they're masking their autistic behaviors in social situations or they're compensating for their autistic characteristics. For example, females may consciously decide to suppress stimming or mimic people they are with to try and behave similarly. You notice that these all kind of tie together. So they have higher social motivation, so they're more likely to want to participate in the social world. And when they're more likely to want to participate in the social world, they might be playing with things that are less strikingly unusual to try to blend in, and that also helps them camouflage. So all of these tendencies are kind of coming together. And we can see them coming together and we can see why not only would they be less likely to get an assessment, but if these differences aren't something that people are aware of, they may also be less likely to get a diagnosis. Overall, I just wanted this to be a quick bite-sized episode that we could all learn something from. The main point of this podcast is that the myth that there are less females with autism and that females with autism are low functioning and have very intense symptoms is in fact because they are the only ones getting flagged and diagnosed. So I should have mentioned this at the beginning that not only do we have a preconceived idea there are less females with autism, but it's very common to think that, oh, if there is a female with autism, she must be very, very low functioning or she might have very intense symptoms. That's not the case. They're just the only ones getting flagged and diagnosed because the females who would be more quote unquote high functioning or they might have more subtle symptoms, they're getting missed. That's it. They're not getting assessed as much and they're not getting that diagnosis when they do get assessed. So I really hope you found this as interesting as I do. I think this topic is just fascinating. Like I said, I really encourage you if you're interested in this topic, go to my blog. I link it in the in the notes for the podcast episodes. It's www.slpcorner.com and go to the four SLPs tab and then you will find this article that is called Improving the Recognition of Females on the Autism Spectrum. Go all the way down. It'll have a reference with a link. Go to that link and you can watch all the episodes. Dr. Mandy is very, very interesting and very intelligent and I really find his talks fascinating. I always learn so much. Definitely check that out. With that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you're enjoying these types of bite-sized episodes where I just give you a quick run-through on something interesting or new research that has come out. If you could please rate and review my podcast that really helps a lot and I will see you all next week thank you so much for tuning in